<sighs> been a while. Been a while. As always. I'm recording this bad boy on my phone. Hope you don't mind too much. Hope there's not any pop or pops. This is Hambo. It's nice to be able to talk again in the old hand palace, home edition, not on the road, sitting in the lazy boy chair. Let me turn this down. Anyway. It was just Halloween. It was just Halloween, and I didn't record a podcast for October. I feel terrible about that. Um, yeah, you know, I was up north. I was up north, and I watched the movie The Fog, the John Carpenter movie, the good one. I don't think I ever saw the new one. Um, I enjoy the fog. I enjoy the practical effects in the fog. I enjoy, uh, uh, Adrian Barbeau, um, and her, and her assets, and her presence in that movie. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis was more of the lead in it, though. But I think Adrian had she had her uh, she had her screen time, but to me she was more of the, of the star of the, of the movie than Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, both fine in their own right. I like Jamie Lee, but uh, Adrian Barbo looked really beautiful in the fog, and it, it's a good movie. I thought it was a little bit too short. I, I thought there should have been some more, uh, I don't know, some more scares, some more pirate pirate time, um, maybe more people getting killed off by the, the pirates in the fog. Um, it kind of seemed to go by a bit too quick. But I still, I, th I still think it's pretty neat. I, I think there's definitely a backstory there that's alluded to, but they don't go into too much about the the priest and his dad or his great grandfather uh, being involved with stealing the the pirate's treasure. But uh, a lot of that's left up to our imaginations. Ooh, while I was up north missing Halloween well I, I didn't miss much because there wasn't any parties that I knew of which was pretty lame I don't know what's been going on as I've been getting older it's just the Halloween parties have been going down the only chance to get to a Halloween party is to go to a bar and I did go to a bar and there wasn't many people there so not, not many people in costume A woman dressed up in a nun outfit, showing leg one. Um, they had a band play. And this is a bar called Pogo's. Um, band played uh, Holy Diver by Dio. Um, pretty good rendition. 
where was I? Um, yeah, the nun won the contest, and uh, I didn't get to dress up because I couldn't find my costume in time. Trying to find the right costume, an affordable costume, cheapest costume I could do. Uh, I was looking for a black $20 wig um, to play uh, evil doppelganger Coop from Twin Peaks. And uh, you have to find the right color wig, the right kind of wig. And, uh, yeah, it's just not easy to do, not easy to find, not easy to afford. Um, when you spend all your money up north eating out. So, unfortunately, I had to kind of leave Halloween up to watching scary movies. One of the uh, scary movies I did watch was Fall, The Fall of the House of Usher and The Raven. Both uh, included Jack Nicholson, a young Jack Nicholson in some capacity. And The Raven, he plays a son to uh, an evil uh, dueling uh, magician, and uh, he's teamed up with, uh, the magician's teamed up with Vincent Price, who's another magician, and he has a magician duel-off with Borla, Boris Karloff, like I made that rhyme there, a duel-off with the Karloff, <laughs> and they both play rival magicians at, attempt to uh, defeat each other. And it works. The performances are awesome. You have Jack Nicholson. You have Vincent Price and Boris, Kar Boris Karloff in the same movie. That's pretty neat. Boris Karloff in a speaking role, which is rare. Not really. He's not really known for that. Um, I don't remember dueling magicians in the poem The Raven, but I'll have to go back and read the Ra the Raven poem. But I think there was some, some serious creative uh, liberty going on there. Um, um, the magician uh, that uh, duels with uh, Boris Karloff, well, he's a raven. He's been turned into a raven. And it's funny, the effects, when he's turned back into, human, into, into a human, he's ha he has raven wings and a human body. <laughs> very practically done. Very funny. Very watchable. Um, say what you will about the old Vincent Price movies, cheesy and all, but they're very watchable and, and easy to follow. Um, Fall of the House of Usher is a good example of this. I think I only had only watched parts of it when I was a kid or younger. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed this one because Vincent Price got, has blonde hair in it. And uh, he plays a great, uh, slowly paranoid, slowly uh, going uh, crazy, but in a very sincere way kind of guy. And uh, his daughter's being, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, is in a relationship with this guy, and he comes over to the house, and... He, Vincent Price is like, look, you need to move on. You need to keep it moving because uh, my daughter is, is is insane and anyone who lives in this house is insane and I'm insane and and uh, 
please leave, and the guy won't leave because he's in love with her, and it kind of goes back and forth, or bad, uh, mysterious accidents start happening. And um, one of the coolest parts in it are these uh, paintings that you see on the walls, and the paintings are the different generations of uh, ushers, and uh, each one has this really diabolical kind of painting done. You know, like one is a, a th I don't know, a thief. Um, and they're painting, they're painted in a very exaggerated and uh, demonic way, I guess, the best way I could put it. Um, and the colors that are used are very, uh, very exaggerated features of the face. Um, kind of reminds me of that Twilight Zone episode where everyone wore all those different masks that were based on different emotions and they're, they're like, like grotesque cartoon characters. That's how these paintings looked. And uh, it was funny because one of the uh, generational ushers was uh, one, <laughs> one of the painting was just like, well, she was a harlot. Let's move on. <laughs> like, well, she's a harlot. That's not necessarily that bad. I mean, that compared to being a, 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 a thief or a, a murderer or something like that. But they all, all the paintings have these sinister smiles on them. And then the 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 most the, the painting and 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 that's currently being painted is the wildest because it's a painting of someone's you know, what you assume is Vincent Price's profile, but his head has all these octopus arms coming out of the, the, this red face, really a weird abstract one. So it, it sh maybe it's trying to tell you that this person is really insane. Um, one of, the one of the most memorable parts in the movie. Jack Nicholson produced it. Although, I know I think he tried to hide his name. Um, it said James uh, Nicholson, so I don't know. I'm assuming it's still Jack, but I could be wrong. I think he was using a title. I'll have to talk to Jack about that one. Um... Boy, uh, yeah, so Halloween kind of came and went. I'm still kind of celebrating it. I'm going to do a YouTube video for my 22 push-up finale. And uh, that upon it kind of being like my little uh, Halloween, um, which you guys will see soon enough. Go check out my YouTube videos. It's the push-up series, 22 push-ups, um, under Mustang 7. It's, uh, that's my, uh, you know, that's my name on my channel. No more spicy nuggets. They discontinued the, the spicy nuggets, and, and uh, may they rest in peace. Uh, I'm glad that I went in there and I got as many spicy nuggets as I could, and I ate them. Uh, <laughs> the, the ten pieces with the fries and everything, I'm so glad. I had them, and I'm glad that Burger King brought them back, but now they're gone. They were for a very limited time, probably two weeks at best. Kind of sad. I, 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 it's sad. It's sad when they just tease you, oh, we have them, now they're gone. Now they're gone. It's really heartbreaking, and i got to say something about it. i got to take a stand 
over the little things in life because sometimes there's nothing bigger. You can't always get the hot, the hot girlfriend. You can't always make the money. But what you can do is enjoy bits of food that you deeply enjoy on a fundamental level. And you enjoy the satisfaction of eating some of your favorite food. Anyway, no more spicy nuggets. It's good to go, good to go up north, even if it was a little bit too long, and uh, was able wasn't able to be home for Halloween. But I did see the movie It. Um, I never got around to reviewing it. Um, I think the last time I did a review, it was for uh, Alien Covenant. I'll give you a review for it. From what I remember, even though it's it's just kind of a late late review. Some CG going on here. The beginning uh, sewer scene with the kid being uh, brought to the uh, entrance of the sewer. Obviously, pretty still pretty creepy. It's an easy scene to do creepily. And uh, it's done with some CG. And, uh, you know, the kid gets sucked into the... Uh, he tries to run, run away, but he gets sucked into the uh, uh, the sewer there under the sidewalk. And uh, I thought that was kind of a fun little take on it. But still very CG. But there's a lot of practical things going on in that movie. A lot of the sets looked really good and eerie. Um, they did an interesting effect with the with the different bodies floating in the air. Um, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed some of the uh, the uh, the makeup and the uh, effects on the. I'm just going to say it was kind of like a zombie uh, creature that the kids go over to this house and they see this person that I, I guess has uh, leprosy but looks a lot more like a zombie than anything or a mummy and it comes after him. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so there's some fun practical effects. There's some fun CG effects going on with the um, with the clown. And the actor playing the clown, it does an interesting take on him, on Pennywise. Does his own thing. Is he quite as good as, uh, um, uh, I, I believe it's, it's, I'm not going to say his name, but Tim, I'm going to say Tim, I know his the first name's Tim. I don't want to screw up his last name because there's another similarly, uh, Named actor, and it's late. I don't want to screw it up or look it up. First name's Tim, I believe. His performance in the original TV movie. Um, but as far as a movie version of Pennywise, I thought it's, it's pretty cool. It's good. Um, I give it 8 out of 10 stars. Pretty good. Um, or scale 8 out of 10. Not quite perfect, but pretty good. It is set in the 80s, which makes me feel old. <laughs> because the, it 
it was set in the 50s when they were kids. At least a, a lot of the flashbacks were. And uh, I thought that was a long time ago when I was watching it on the, uh, you know, on the small screen. So uh, I do realize I have a birthday coming up this month, November. And uh, yeah, I'll do a special uh, birthday podcast, or I'll try to. Um, one of the things I did watch was recently. I've started rewatching Stranger Things. And, uh, you know, the first time I watched it, I, I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was great. I liked the production value, I liked the music, but I thought it didn't have enough, quite enough substance with the characters. I didn't think the characters were interesting enough to justify a lot of the slowness in the show. I thought the season could have been a bit shorter. Um, second time going through, I think I appreciate it a little bit more. Um, but again, I, some of the characters are a little, I mean, it's tough. It's tough, it's tough, I guess, to make interesting characters. Interesting young characters, too, it's not easy. Um, and I thought there were some missed opportunities with the, the Dungeons, and, Dungeons and Dragons, um, uh, background uh, story tool. I thought maybe some creatures would be inspired by Dungeons and Dragons, and they they're more alien than anything in it. I still like the sheriff. I think the sheriff's the strongest character in the show, and the actor playing him's good. You know, if the show had more characters like him, I think it would be better. Just started watching season two. It's, it's hitting the ground running, so I think season two is going to be pretty good and a little less slow, because um, we already f I feel like we know the characters already, so they can kind of hit the ground running on this one, uh, running on this one. I watched Indiana Jones, uh, uh, it's called Raiders, it's the guy that, the guys that watched, that made Raiders of the Lost Ark by themselves growing up. This was an, this is a great documentary. Um, it's on Netflix, and uh, it's pretty much they had an early love for Indiana Jones when they were kids. So did I, and they really got into it. And they decided, the heck with it. We're gonna make, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make our version of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they they did they did it in their house, but they went all out with the special effects. <laughs> Like fire, firecrackers, um, they really set things on fire. <laughs> that whole bar scene at the beginning of Raiders. Yeah, they did that. They shot that. And uh, with real fire going on uh, at the bar, and they made the, the Well of Souls, which is like the pit that Indiana Jones falls into full of snakes. They made that in their basement and put hours and hours into it. Uh, making a, like a jackal kind of a, a pillar. Um, yeah, they went all out, man. They, it's, the sets, and they and over the years, they just shot more and more of it. They did the whole scene with the truck and Indiana Jones, like 
being dragged by the truck. It's really amazing. I mean, and there's no words that can really explain the passion that those guys had to finish that movie was astounding. And even when they got older, one of the guys ended up, unfortunately, getting into drugs kind of bad. And they had some real problems, like real adult kind of problems. But they stuck together and they finished the vision. And shot for shot, scene by scene, was identical to the original movie. They did a shot by shot comparison. Amazing. Really cool stuff. And they even built the plane for the final, well, one of the final scenes that they shot, where uh, Indiana Jones takes on the, the bald Nazi guy and uh, next to the plane. And it's it's crazy how dead on that fight is. It's really well done. They blow up the plane. They get a pyrotechnic guy to blow up the plane for him. Halfway into the shoot for that scene where they, they blew it up, it, the plane wasn't blowing up all the way. So the pyrotechnic guy goes gets closer to the plane, and he uh, he's checking it out to make sure you know what they're gonna do next for the to keep the the plane you know because it didn't blow up right. How are we gonna do this? He's standing there. The plane blows up again, and he's only ten feet away. You see him jump and get hit by the shockwave. Pretty much, he's rolling to make sure he's rolling any fire off him. And they the ambulance shows up and everything. They cut his the top of his shirt off. And um, it's amazing. It's like, wow, that could have been really terrible. That guy could have just died right there. And it just tells you how, uh, how dangerous a movie, like, with explosions can really be because of, you know, the... Uh, unpredictability of explosives and um, it was dangerous for him to go check it out while the plane was still on fire you know and uh, yeah it was pretty uh, pretty intense and uh, at the end of they finally finished that and it was really hot a hell of shoot and uh, they compare the old one where Spielberg was shooting it and they're saying that the actors they get John uh, John Reese Davies in there, and he talks about which is awesome that they got him for the documentary, and he talks about how much of a hell that day was to shoot and how hot it was, and uh, that was tough for Spielberg to do that shot, and they they did it, and and these guys did it, and they had it all the time, and it was really hot, <laughs> and uh, yeah, um. They sent the movie, uh, I guess they ended up becoming friends with Eli Roth, and then Eli, uh, through people that they knew, um, so Eli Roth saw it, and, and somehow uh, Steven Spielberg was able to see it, and uh, they got invited down to Steven Spielberg's office, and he said that he, you know, he really enjoyed the film, and I think Harrison Ford watched it, and that's so cool, so neat. I mean, they definitely paid the price for their movie, but they stuck to it, and they finished it, and they had a goal, and they, they hit it, and uh, they finished what they started, however hard it was, and they were united. Just amazing, that passion, 
and it really tells you how much a project can possess you and take over uh, your life for for good or 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 bad. I think, and uh, I think ultimately it was good for them because it united their their friendship and kept them going uh, uh, for a common purpose. And I think when people are united for a common purpose. Uh, that's productive, I think it, it can't help but to be a, a source of good in, in their lives, if, even if it is ob- obsessive. I, I know I know what it is to become obsessive over, obsessive over a project. Uh, I did a short film, Biology 101. It took me about whew, a good year and a half just to, to do, you know, I think the movie ended up being a close to a half hour, but it was supposed to be 10 minutes. And it was a hell of a hell of a shoot to get everyone involved and, and to finish it, and shoot it on film. Um, it's called Raiders. Check it out on Netflix if you can, or anywhere else. You know, rent it. I don't know. Happy Halloween, everybody! It's November thirteenth as I record this. It's late. It's about two o'clock. That's usually when I record these home podcasts. It's usually late when I do it. I don't know. It's just a late night owl in me, I guess. Um, it's been a while since I've done a, a home podcast. I, I kind of like the ten minute on the road ones. I think those are fun. They're spontaneous. They're in the moment. Um, it's been a while since I've had some guests on. I know I've talked to Ray. Uh, Winston and uh, I should say Ray, I like Ray Winstone is how I like how I like pronouncing it, and uh, you know I might have him back on the show. Um, Michael Michael Kane uh, is getting pretty uh, he's getting pretty agitated as usual. Um, he usually he usually chews me out randomly. Uh, when he calls me personally on the phone, whether it's about the 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 show or not. Um, I miss my, I miss, there's an opportunity. I wanted to watch The Hand again this year. I didn't get a chance to. I think I will watch um, The Beast Must Die just for old time's sake. Um, really enjoyed that one. Um, the Hand was on YouTube for a while, but uh, I think they got, it got taken down. So, I don't know. I'll have to buy the hand somehow. I think I will have to buy the hand. Now that I mention it, I'll go right on the apps on purchase that bad boy. Um, I'm going to finish this because, uh, you know, I'm running out of space here. I'm going to have to take off some old episodes and put them on my, uh, oh, maybe my website. And if you want to order the oldies, I can send it to you. Okay. Um, Big news on the comic book front. I should have had this at the beginning of the podcast. After years and years, um, you know, Rage, issues one, two, and three, the complete story arc of A Simple Painless Life is uh, on Indie Planet. So if you'd like to order my comic or comics and have the whole story there, you can check it out at Indie Planet, type in Rage or... Uh, the Adventures of Rage, all right, and um, 
It's IndiePlanet.com. And you can either uh, get the mail to you um, or you can download them for 99 cents. Um, I've heard about there there's, might be some issues downloading them. You can get the mail to you. Hopefully there won't be any issues downloading them, though. Hopefully it got, they got the kinks worked out. Um, if not, I'm sure you can call them. They'll, they'll work it out for you. Um, or just contact me directly. Or, you know, I don't know. I think you can, you can contact me through my, uh, my blog or, um, yeah, my email's on here. On my, uh, homepage of this, uh, podcast, Podbean. This is, you can contact me. Yeah, starting to sneeze, so I better get out of here, wrap this up at a nice tight 30 minutes. Um, long time coming, looking to get back out there on the uh, comic convention scene, uh, maybe in December, I might get a table set up again, get rid of uh, the rest of my printed issues, um, but for right now, I'm really glad that uh, Rage is Rage is back on track. He's online. Maybe uh, on my blog, movingslow.blogspot.com, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll uh, update you guys and maybe sell it from that blog. Anyway, good talking to everybody again. Um, if you can send me a comment somehow through my uh, blog or... Uh, my podcast uh, website. Some, any comments would be awesome, just so I know that you guys are listening. And, uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll record another one soon. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, guys. I'm glad you hope Hope you had a happy Halloween. And uh, may you all have long days and pleasant nights. <laughs>